Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, l o Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. The new antitrust scrutiny should worry Silicon Valley. By Fred Vogelstein and Natasha Tiku. Many Americans think big tech and Silicon Valley have too much power and need to be reined in. Six weeks ago, it was hard to believe Washington had the political will to do much about that. Facebook had just said it would take a charge of up to $5 billion for an expected Federal Trade Commission fine related to its role in the Cambridge Analytica scandal. The reaction? Facebook's stock jumped 6% to its highest price in nine months. The potential fine seemed manageable. Facebook had reported more than $5 billion in profit in some quarters. Investors concluded that regulators would, at most, give the company a hard slap on the wrist. Americans are used to Washington punting on technology issues. The Trump administration and half of Congress are Republicans, who typically favor more lax corporate oversight. When Democrats were last in the White House during the Obama administration, they viewed Silicon Valley with reverence. The administration hired many tech executives into top posts. It unapologetically viewed Silicon Valley as the new engine of the global economy. In 2013, the FTC voted unanimously to settle an antitrust investigation of Google without bringing charges, despite a report by FTC staffers that found Google engaged in tactics that resulted in harm to many vertical competitors. European regulators have fined Google more than $9 billion over the past three years for antitrust violations. But antitrust probes of tech companies in the U.S. Are hobbled by the prevailing view of competition law, which requires showing that consumers were harmed. That's hard to quantify when tech companies offer free services in exchange for personal data and then use that data to make their products better and faster. The U.S. hasn't brought a big antitrust suit against a tech company since it took on Microsoft 20 years ago. In the past week, however, there have been signs that Washington's deference to big tech may be changing. On Thursday, Senator and presidential candidate Elizabeth Warren put up a break up big tech billboard near a commuter train station in San Francisco. Late Friday, the Wall Street Journal reported that the Justice Department is preparing an antitrust investigation into Google's business practices. On Sunday, the Washington Post reported that the FTC might be readying a look into potential antitrust violations by Amazon. And the big fine that Facebook warned about has not yet been finalized. Google and Amazon, 
declined to comment. If these developments don't make Silicon Valley uneasy, they should. Washington appears to be moving beyond holding hearings, which tend to generate more heat than light. Both political parties may in fact be gearing up to make big tech the boogeyman in the 2020 presidential election. Democrats and Republicans agree on little these days. Unease with tech is one of those things. The parties tend to dislike big tech for different reasons, and they propose different solutions. Republicans say the companies are funded and staffed by liberals, who are biased against them and censor them. Democrats say big tech is too powerful in hurting competition, consumers, and society. Silicon Valley's nightmare is an election in which the parties compete over who can be tougher on tech. Indeed, immediately after the reports that justice might be about to investigate Google, Warren issued a statement saying that Google and other big tech companies have too much power and they're using that power to hurt small businesses, stifle innovation, and tilt the playing field against everyone else. It's time to fight back. Still, these incipient signs of a tougher line on antitrust are a long way from formal charges, not to mention serious constraints on tax conduct. The newfound fervor to police big tech is up against two big obstacles, corporate influence on the conversation over antitrust and a decades-long laissez-faire policy framework. That interpretation pushed the idea that antitrust intervention is only justified if there's harm to consumers, measured primarily by rising prices. For instance, a 1993 Supreme Court decision constricted the law on predatory pricing, making it harder to demonstrate harm in data-driven digital markets, where firms may recoup costs in other ways. Companies like Google and Facebook, which offer consumers free services in exchange for their data, have, naturally, benefited from this approach. In recent years, critics like antitrust scholar Lena Khan and populist agitators like the Open Market Institute have raised public awareness about this so-called consumer welfare standard, offering citizens some insight into why enforcers have viewed Silicon Valley differently than Standard Oil. But that doesn't change the fact that case law is on big tech's side. Dominant tech platforms pose other challenges for antitrust enforcers as well. Take mergers and acquisitions. Enforcers are trained to closely scrutinize mergers involving relatively big companies, such as AT&T and Time Warner. They have less of a record examining deals where tech giants buy small emerging companies, such as Facebook's acquisition of Instagram and WhatsApp. Enforcers may have to learn to think more as venture capitalists do and understand their analytics in order to better identify harms, wrote economist Fiona Scott Morton in a paper about digital platforms last month. The paper also urged more scrutiny of a strategy by some tech companies to encourage others to rely on a service and then use their dominance to shut out rivals. One of the EU's complaints against Google charges that the company did just that with its Android mobile operating system. Last week, Google's competitors told Bloomberg they had similar concerns about Chrome, Google's web browser. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.